0: for you. I hope you're doing all right. Um, As some of you may know, uh, this is my show. My name is Jeff Kaufman. I uh, talk about a bunch of shit. Excuse my language. I use foul language. I'm sorry. If that bothers you, uh, you can always go listen to something else. I cuss. I carry on. Sometimes I go into some pretty crazy rants. I stop at gas stations and sometimes... Grocery shopping. Yeah, I know. It's exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Um. I don't know about you. But I know how I feel right now. And I am sick. And fucking tired. Of the POTUS. I, uh. I just I can't wrap my mind Around the fact That somehow Probably with Russia's help Of course We managed to put A man in the White House Who is more of a criminal Than anybody Anybody who's ever been In there before I would trade Donald Trump For George Bush George Bush Jr. Any day of the week And I can't stand George Bush Jr., but I would rather have him in the office right now than some blatant fucking moron. I'm fed up. I mean, I'm just, I'm sick. I, I, I'm sick and tired of all the bullshit that he's done. I mean, I mean, just everything, everything from the day he got in the office to today has been a catastrophe, a complete and utter Catastrophe. I, I don't even see how anybody can support him. I don't even understand the logic behind supporting him. I can't even phantom why and how and what kind of fucking drugs you would have to fucking do to wake up every day and go, I love Donald Trump. He's the best president we ever had. I, 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 I don't get it. I mean, I, I just I don't get it. It's so blatant, so in-your-face, so obvious. He doesn't even try to cover up that he's a fucking moron. He doesn't even try to cover up that he's committed treason. you got guys like Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani, whatever the fuck his name is. You know, the guy booed out of the Yankee. You know, if you're booed out of the Yankee Stadium, there's obviously something fucking wrong. I'm sorry, I'm just, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Rudy Giuliani was booed out of the Yankee Stadium. I don't know if he left or not. But if you've ever seen the video, if you've ever seen the video and listened to that crowd, how many thousands of Americans were there, and every one of them were booing when they put him on the frickin' screen and said, Oh, look who's in the audience today watching the, the, the New York Yankees play ball. I mean, I should tell you what's really going on. In America. I mean, that, that should give you some idea of the actual status quo. And I watched the uh, interview with Chris Como yesterday, and I, I have to say, I, why don't he just come out and just admit to the fact that he committed treason? Oh, wait a minute. You know, well, he did. I mean, blatantly. I don't know. I, I, I'm just like you. I'm just, I, I just I've had enough. I've had enough. And I'm, I'm disgusted by this presidency. I'm disgusted by his little cohorts that uh, work for him, that support him. I saw the video the other day of uh, three uh, U.S. veterans trying to talk to Dan Crenshaw, you know, the guy with the one eye. And uh, I've never seen anybody speedwalk his ass so fast to get away from someone asking him very important questions. Now, granted, maybe they kind of were overdoing it, yelling, and, and they weren't really yelling, but they were definitely a little excited and I, and I agree to that, but you know, why didn't Dan Crenshaw just turn around and man up and say, you want to talk? Let's talk. I'll take you to my office. Let's go sit down and talk. You can bring your camera because I don't have anything to say that I should be worried about being on camera because I'm a good patriot and I'm a good American and I'm not afraid to speak in front of a camera to a bunch of wounded vets. He didn't do that though. He ran right for the fucking elevator. You know, get me the fuck out of here. Where's this button? I need to go down or up. I don't care. You know, you could tell he was really upset when he got to the elevator and didn't open up right away. There was almost like an immediate, oh, fuck, type of like look on his face. Like he looked up and was like, oh God, it's like two floors away. Oh man, I can't handle this. I don't want to talk to these people. They're asking me direct questions about my patriotism and why I'm upholding a fucking criminal that committed treason against my own country. And I'm a vet. I don't know. Um, but I'm disgusted. I- I'm heading to a job interview for $9 an hour. Uh, they're going to give me a background check and I'm sitting here thinking, you I really, I really need a job, but do I need to have a background check for a job that pays $9 an hour? Well, I'm going to do that. Um, just to save face with myself, um, stopping here at a uh, little gas station for a moment and then, um heading heading to the job interview and I figured I'd do a quick little podcast on my show and just speak my mind for the, moment, the amount of time that I drive there and and come back um this is Danger Close USA American Podcast Radio and this is your host Jeff Kaufman and I will be right back as soon as I get what I need and well, when you hear the keys I'll be back drive your car. I gotta go. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. There's nobody coming. What the hell are you waiting for? Gas pedals on the right. Use it. All right, here we go. Uh, I hate shitty drivers. I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just beside myself with what's going on in our country. We have people that are being subpoenaed to testify before Congress and won't testify before Congress. Oh, they'll go there, they'll sit there, they'll answer the questions they feel are relevant. Uh, but uh, whenever they're asked a direct question, they refer to the White House and say, uh, The White House has told me not to speak because I might incriminate myself, or the president, and so therefore I'm not allowed to talk or answer these questions that you're asking me, which is basically what they're doing. And and it's so blatantly obvious they're trying to cover something up. Donald Trump won't even release his tax returns. Of course he, you know, manipulated his base and said, of course I'll release my tax returns. I have nothing to hide. Okay, well now it's time to release your tax returns. Oh hell no! No, no, no. You can't see my tax returns. Not for the last eight years. No way. Sorry. Eh. Why? You have nothing to hide, right? I mean, that's, I mean, that's the way I look at things. If I do something wrong, and I don't want to be caught, which this is not something I would do, uh, every fucking stupid mistake I ever made in my life, I manned up. I manned up. I hate it. I've taken the consequences. I've had to do things. To face my responsibilities But I'm not a coward I'm not afraid of facing the consequences To my actions And if you can't learn a lesson From facing the consequences To your actions And you're not really Ever going to learn anything But if you're a coward and you're going to blame Everybody but yourself For something you've done You're just a fucking coward There's, there's no way around it you are given an opportunity to man up when you commit a wrong and you're caught. I mean, I'm not very—I'm not a very good criminal. I'm just saying I'm not a criminal, but I mean, a, a criminal tries to get away with things. You know, if you make a mistake in life, you should man up to it. You should say, yeah, I did that. I give Trudeau, uh, I give him credit for at least admitting that yeah, I wore a black face or I think it was a brown face Either or it doesn't matter But he came out and admitted it Granted it took him getting caught to admit it But the point is Instead of saying Oh that wasn't me Like I think it happened before In another set of circumstances With an American politician Which I don't remember the name, I'm sorry But he got caught Wearing a black face And denied it Because you could not prove it was him in the picture. But he admitted that he was in the picture. I I, I don't know how it works, but... I, I I give Trudeau credit for at least stepping up. And saying, yeah, that was me. I mean, I'm sorry. It might have been political suicide... But at least he was honest about it and didn't try to hide or didn't try to blame people or say, I was really drunk. I don't remember what happened. Or, you know, a stupid Kavanaugh excuse is, you know, everybody does stupid shit when they're drunk. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's true. It is true. You do stupid shit when you're drunk. But you don't hide behind the alcohol because you did stupid shit when you're drunk. I've done some stupid shit when I was drunk. I'm not going to lie. I have, I have no reason to lie. I've done some pretty stupid shit. When I was drunk. That's why I don't drink. I think that's a good reason. Not to drink. I mean, alcohol erases your inhibition. You're more likely to do stupid shit when you're drunk. I mean, just, just be honest. But you can't... You can't blame the alcohol for a choice you make, whether you're drunk or not. I'm sorry. I, I, I totally disagree with... Oh, well, the alcohol made me do it. What the... Well, yeah, yeah, Okay. I've been drunk a few times in my life. I mean, come on. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, high school, out of high school for the first uh, few years of my 20s into my 30s. And then I said, wow, you know, I don't really like hangovers anymore. I don't like puking. I don't like praying to the porcelain god. I don't like looking at my bathroom tile floor. I don't like the after effects of being drunk. Now I can sit down and I can have a couple of beers. Fine. I don't have a hangover the next day. But if I were to drink like I did when I turned 21, I'd be out for like three days. I'd be out of be uh, Yeah. I'd be in bed. I'd be puking, be praying to God, swearing to God, I'll never do this again. I swear to God. Please just make it end. Well, I'm, just, I'm trying to do an instant replay of like the last time I remember getting so drunk that I threw up. Um, I was at my sister-in-law's house. I was staying the night, and I had drank—I don't know how many pints of hard apple cider of some sort or another. I think it was Strongbow at an Irish pub in Punta Gorda, Florida. Got freaking hammered. Called a taxi. Went home. Got to the house. sitting on the couch. Realized I was about to puke. Ran outside because I loved my my sister-in-law. A great woman. Um, you know, I'm sorry she married my brother, but she's still a great woman in my mind. And you know. She gave birth to some really great kids, and I have some really awesome nephews and and a a niece that uh, are just terrific. But uh, I was about to puke in her house. So I ran outside, and everything I ate and all that I was came out my mouth. I fertilized the yard pretty well, I hope, or I killed it, one of the two. And that was the last time. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that that was the last time I got shit-faced drunk I didn't do anything stupid that night thank God nobody ended up pregnant or hurt so I think I did okay oh I hate when people drive like that don't put your blinker on Uh, just turn that's good my transmission just went out that's good too that's what I need right now a shitty transmission that's that's what we need that's what me and my family needs we need issues we need more problems I need my transmission to go out. That'd be great. That would just be fantastic. I would love that right now. That would just be the icing on the cake. Transmission goes out. I'm screwed. Yay! Family screwed. We're fucked. I'm going for a job interview for $9 an hour. Welcome to America. $9 an hour is not going to pay my bills. I had a job interview yesterday for twelve fifty. That would be cutting it close, but it would probably work out because it would be paid... In overtime, if you go over eight hours a day. It's not a weekly overtime, it's a daily overtime. And I fucking think that's awesome. And um, I'm hoping to get a phone call from them. I really hope I do get a phone call from them. Um, It's working outside. It's uh, traveling. It's not going to be great for my family because my family needs me home. But I won't be home. But one good thing is we have a gun safe. And in that gun safe is an AR-15. And I do not, and will not, and will never, ever, support a presidential candidate who wants to take my gun away. Because it's some fucking asshole who went out and shot kids. A few assholes. Pieces of shit. Mental cases, criminals, whatever you want to call them. But I'm a good, law-abiding American with a family, and I would never harm a freaking child... I would never commit an atrocity. I don't care how bad shit gets for me. I've been through it all. I've been homeless. I've been divorced. I've been beaten by women and men. I've been fucking treated like shit. But I have never pulled a gun out in anger because I didn't get my way, or I wasn't treated right, or I was angry. So should I have to hand in my AR-15 because of criminals and wackos and fucking fruitcakes doing these insane atrocities upon children, people, women, children, kids, teachers. It breaks my goddamn heart. I have children in schools, public schools. I have four, two in one school, two in another. Do you think for one second I wouldn't give up my life? For any child, Any, I would, I would throw down my life for any child at any time. It's, I, don't, I don't even think I would have to think about it It's a natural instinct I think if you're human And you have a heart And at least a little bit of intellect You would throw down your life for any child On the face of this planet at any time It wouldn't matter what their skin color is It wouldn't matter what their religion is If it's a child, it's a child And by God, I know for a fact That real men Would lay down their life For any child And women. I'm not excluding you women, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm talking about us men with our burly sacks of balls. We wouldn't, we would not, I, I mean, I just, I don't understand why people would kill children. I'll never understand it. I don't want to understand it. I can't grasp it, and I don't want to grasp it. Children are gifts. Whether you believe in God or not, they're gifts. They can be a gift from God or a gift from your husband's Sperm sack It does not matter how you view it They're children And they're beautiful And it does not matter what their color skin is It doesn't matter where they came from It does not matter their religion or who their parents are They're children And I would give up my life for any child On the face of this planet And I don't give a shit What Beto O'Rourke Wants to do I'm not going to vote for him I'm a Democrat Pretty hardcore Democrat Sometimes I voted for a Republican if I think he's better for the job than a Democrat. That's very rare. Local politicians here. I've I voted for a Republican once. Because I thought he'd be do he would do a better job, and he has done a better job. But I am not gonna vote for a president or sorry. Someone running for president who comes out and says, Hell yeah, we're taking the AR fifteens and by the way, buy my t shirt. Okay, so you want to make money off the deaths of these children Because you had these t-shirts, Beto Ready to sell the moment the hell yeah came out of your mouth And now you have a book Profiting off of dead children To me Is pretty fucking sick And I'll never vote for anybody running for president Who wants to sell me a fucking t-shirt Or a book That is actually profiting off the death of children. In the meanwhile, he wants to take my AR-15 away. Well, that's that's pleasant. That makes a lot of sense. I should trust this guy. I should trust this guy to run for president. Oh, wait a minute. He was arrested for burglary. Oh. Well, I'm definitely not voting for him. Oh, he had a DUI. Well, I, I've never had a DUI because I'm pretty smart. and I don't need to drive drunk. Call a taxi. That's what smart people do. Well, if you're not intelligent enough to call a taxi, I don't think I want you to freaking run, run for president. And don't give me the bullshit line, I heard, I read the fucking police report, the guy's a fucking goddamn jackass. But you people want to vote for him because he's a Democrat, and he came out and said, oh, I want to take your guns away. But, you know what, it's an infringement on the second. And I don't care if you want to call me a fruitcake, you want to, I'm a, I'm a gun humper, I'm a amosexual, all this fucking insane shit, labels you want to cast upon me, I'm an American. I'm a good American, I love my children, I love all children, I love my wife, I love my kids, I love my home, I love my fellow Americans, I don't give a shit if you like Trump or not, if I saw you getting beat to death by somebody, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to try to help you. I don't give a shit what your political affiliation is, I don't give a shit what your skin color is, I don't give a shit who you pray to, I don't give a shit if you have a turban on your head, or wearing a barca, or whatever the hell it's called, I don't give a shit. If you're an American, guess what? I'm an American, and guess what? I'm going to stand up for you. I may not like you after I find out who you are, but I'm still going to stand up for you. This is Danger Klaus, USA American Podcast Radio. This is your host, Jeff Kaufman. Wish me luck. I'm going in for a wonderful job interview for $9 an hour. If you are interested in hiring me as a broadcaster, I would love the opportunity to use my voice to make money, and I promise I won't cuss, and I'll talk a lot more nicer. I'll be right back. So Scott fingerprinted For a $9 an hour job A full FBI background check For a $9 an hour job I still got the ink on my fingers I don't even think they do that For a background check to go buy a gun. I don't remember being fingerprinted when I bought mine. Unbelievable. I'm a bit of a rare duck. Okay? I'm a rare duck. I'm a Democrat who believes in the Second Amendment. Oh my God, I know. Whoa! Who owns one AR-15. That's it. I have uh, four clips, 30 round clips, four 30 round clips. I've never actually put, you know, i never actually loaded all four of them. I've only had one clip loaded. I've got two boxes of uh, ammo. And that's it. I don't exactly have an armory. compared to some people's gun collections I've seen over the years. And I bought mine legally over the counter at a gun store, put it on layaway, and in order to start the layaway process, I had to pass an FBI background check. It took me, I think, three months to do the payments until I was able to take the gun home. And when I was done, I had to take another... FBI background check because time had elapsed between when the initial one was done and when I was able to take the gun home. So I had to take two FBI background checks in order to bring my gun home. I started it with one and when I was done with my with my payments and was able to take my gun home I had to take a second FBI background check because like I just said enough time has had elapsed where another one was required. So I had to take two FBI background checks to buy my AR-15. Obviously, I passed those background checks. But I don't remember being fingerprinted, and I think that's something maybe they should do. I don't know. All I know is that the atrocities committed in America by people who committed these atrocities were not good people, obviously. So why are we taking AR-15s away from the rest of America who poses no threat to society? Who has no intentions of killing innocent people or doing these insane acts? But the question remains: How do we differentiate? Differentiate? Uh, how do we figure out who's bad and who's good? I mean, uh, people can wake up the next day and have bad intentions. People can wake up the next day. You know, they can be a good guy one day and a bad guy the next. I'm not going to say that. You know, by proclaiming yourself to be a good person, it doesn't mean it's going to change. But I think what does change, what does matter, is how someone views consequences to their actions. You know, someone who would commit an atrocity is someone who would deny accountability, someone who would deny responsibility, someone who would never take the consequences for their actions. There are a lot of factors, I think, that play into these mass shootings. I mean, I, I, I really can't quantify them In the specifics, I think parenting has a lot to do With these insane people that kill people I mean, They weren't raised to know the difference between right and wrong Or they do know the difference between right and wrong They just never had any consequences for committing a wrong I think we have desensitized children to violence through movies, through television, through video games Oh, don't don't give me that shit Video games aren't to blame You know, our defense department spent millions Creating a video game called America's Army Where they introduce you to boot camp, basically Gun training, first aid The whole plethora of shit That goes with becoming, basically, digitally a U.S. Army soldier. You're even introduced to enemy weaponry. Or you were in the first one, anyways, I don't know about the second America's Army, but in the first America's Army that I played the shit out of, you were introduced to every gun owned by the enemy. By the Chinese military, by the Russian military. Think about that for a second. Not only were you trained how to use the weaponry of an American soldier. Everything from the squad automatic rifle to the M19, or you know what I mean, the, the basic infantry rifle. And a step up to the grenade launcher. So obviously I think uh, video games according to the Department of Defense can play an amazing role in affecting how people uh, are through a video game I mean, I played that video game I guarantee you I could pick up the the basic assault rifle for a US serviceman and I would know how to operate it of course I own an AR-15 so it's pretty close but the point is, and I'm being honest that uh You know, you played that video game enough You were pretty familiar with the weaponry Even though you never had to hold it in your hand Everything that you went through in order to reload In order to load Fire Was pretty much the same And you had to qualify with it Anyways, what I'm trying to say is Don't try to tell me video games don't desensitize People Don't try to tell me that video games Could create a monster We have plenty of video games out there that are very violent. I've played them. Grand Theft Auto. I'm not going to lie. I rode around in a car. Shot up civilians. Ran them over with a car. Shot police. Blah, 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 blah. It's a video game. But see, I think I'm not going to do any of those things because I know the difference between right and wrong. And I don't want to fucking die. And I sure as fuck don't want to go to jail for the rest of my life. I've been there. Oh my god, oh no, oh, whoa, whoa. You've been to jail and you're OAR 15? Oh my god. Yeah, I, I actually, I went to jail. And it sucked. It sucked so bad, I never wanted to go back again. And I haven't. And I have no intentions to. I don't like the idea. Believe me, enough bologna sandwiches and beans, and you wouldn't want to go back either. Let alone, you know, having 20 guys want to jump your ass and kick you and. It was fun, fun times. I, you know, I wasn't—I uh, didn't segregate myself. I had a problem with that. Um, so, uh, you know, I'd go sit with the white guys and watch Seinfeld, and then go sit with the black wa- black guys and watch Sanford and Son on the TV, and then go sit with the Hispanics and and watch the Hispanic channel. And of course, everybody's looking at me like I'm some kind of freak. I'm like, well, there's three TVs. I don't like what's on that one right now, so I'm gonna go sit there and watch that. Okay, I like what's on over there. I'm gonna go watch Seinfeld with the white guys. I'm gonna go watch Sanford and Sons with the black guys. And I'm not make, I'm not, you know, being racist. They were watching Sanford and Sons. And I went where I wanted. What I, I went to where whatever TV I wanted to watch. I didn't give a shit that all the black people were on one side of the room, all the whites were on the other, and the Hispanics were in the middle. I didn't give a shit. So I didn't make a whole lot of friends when I was in jail. I made some friends. I made a lot more enemies. And uh, you know. There's nothing worse than doing 22 days of solitary because a white supremacist comes up to you and, you know. There's nothing like kicking a white supremacist's ass either. So, I mean, I... I, 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 uh, I didn't like the, the solitary, but I didn't mind how I got there. The point is... I'm not a career criminal So I'm not out there Trying to hurt people I'm not out there Trying to rob people I'm not out there Doing all these horrible things I'm trying to make a living Support my family Take care of the bills And hopefully Before I die I can retire That'd be great I don't want to be A door greeter at Walmart Am I a good American? Yeah I think I am now I think I was 10 years ago I think I was 20 years ago I think I was When I was born I think I made a mistake And I owned up to it the point is I owned up to it. I went and I did my time. I didn't wait for the police to come to me. I went to them and said, "Yeah, it was me. I fucked up. Arrest me." Actually, and this is the truth, it, I I had to turn myself in three times. Because the first time I went, they didn't they didn't know who the fuck I was. Like, well, we don't we don't have an arrest warrant for you. We we don't I said, "Well, you guys are fucking looking for me. Here I am." But we, we can't really arrest you because we don't have anything on paper saying that we can. What? I confess to a fucking... I, what? Still can't arrest you. Can you come back tomorrow? That's <laughs> like, okay. Next day, me and my nephew went and got shit-faced drunk. He took me back to the police department. Walked in the door. I'm out here to be arrested, damn it. Put the cuffs on me, will you? Hey, All hey, right, fuckers. Uh, we can't arrest you today. We still ain't got the red tape cut. We don't know. Fucking, okay, can you come back tomorrow? Here's my fucking address. Come and find me when you're ready. I don't fucking know, can, fuckers. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I actually did have to turn myself in. It was the third time I turned myself in. The lady was like, "Okay, we can arrest you now. Can you put your hands behind your back?" I said, "Seriously, I've been in here three times, and you want to officially arrest me?" And you want to put my hands behind my back? I know it's protocol and all this. I mean, uh, how much of a threat am I if I've been in here three times to be arrested? And you're lucky I came back the second time. I don't know how many fucking guys do that. No, we can't arrest you. We don't have any. You know, we don't have anything on paper that says we can. Can you come back tomorrow? What time? I'll be there. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm being serious. This fucking happened to me. Welcome to the great state of Florida, dipshits. Anyways. I think I'm a good man. If you do something stupid in life and you fess up to it, you own up to it, you take the responsibility for it, and you take the consequences for it, are you really a bad man? Especially if you learn a lesson. Now, if you don't fucking learn a lesson, You get out of jail and you're back in fucking jail again because you didn't learn your fucking lesson. Uh, Yeah, you're not a good man. And then you get back out again. You go back in. You go back out. It's a revolving door for some people. They actually like jail. They don't have to work. All I got to do is sit around eat bologna sandwiches and beans. It's great. I can watch Sanford and Sons and fucking Seinfeld. That's not what I wanted. It sucked. I fucking hated it. Hated it. Nothing like taking a shower with a bunch of guys every day. It's like the YMCA, but you can't fucking leave. I'll pass. So, you know, what defines a good American? Well, okay, I'll give you one idea of what I think defines a good American. Do you support Donald Trump? No. Okay. Well, then you're probably a good American. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, if you can't judge that man's character by the things he says and does, you're probably not a very good person. Oh, I'd have Donald Trump over for dinner. Really? Really? (laughs) <laughs> you are not a good man Or person, human being, whatever I wouldn't let that motherfucker babysit a goldfish I know I'm, But I'm just being honest I mean, I'm sorry I know there's Trump supporters out there going Dude, I kind of like you, but you just told me you were a Democrat And you don't support Trump Oh, fuck you I don't care if you like me or not Welcome to America I could wear a fucking burqa if I wanted to That'd be fucking funny A transsexual in a burka. Not that I'm a transsexual. I'm just saying, you know, a a gay guy being a... uh Uh-oh. I just... Oh. almost dropped my... A a gay guy dressing up as a woman in a burka. That would be funny. I'm sorry. I would find that funny. Now, actually, I have a friend that's a transsexual. Is that transsexual? I don't know. Whatever. And I've known him, like, shit... Almost all my life. I mean, I think since like fucking first grade. I'm not gonna say his name. And I don't, he doesn't, you know, I'm not trying to give him attention or draw attention to him. Great fucking guy. Has he made mistakes in life? Fuck yeah, he made mistakes in life. Great fucking guy. Up until I think a year ago, he had a fucking goatee, looked like me, dressed like me, wore a hat, had gray fucking beard, you know. He had balls, but he still has balls. What I'm trying to say is, I never knew, and then one day I, I go on my Facebook and his name's changed, and so is his profile picture, and uh, he looks kind of hot. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not, no, I'm not into that. But I'm just saying, he went from a fucking, you know, gray goatee to a baseball hat to long hair and tits, and he did pretty well with himself. He looks pretty fucking good. I'm not gonna lie. He had a sister who went to school, and I said, "Damn, you're hotter than your sister." <laughs> But the point is I accept him. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if he wears a dress. He's a human being. I don't give a fuck what his sexual identity is identity is. I don't give a damn. It doesn't bother me. I don't care. Look, you know, I have one principle. This is my principle. Pray to whoever you want or don't pray. You can have a god or don't have a god. You can wear whatever you want. Be whoever you want. If you're a guy and you want to be a woman, yay. If you want you're a woman, you want to be a guy, yay. You want to be uh, whatever Yay Hey Whatever you want to be Be it But here's my rule As long as you don't hurt anybody As long as your religion doesn't hurt people As long as what you do as a person Doesn't inflict harm upon others I don't give a fuck what you do I don't give a shit I don't What I give a shit about is that you love this country That matters to me What we'll give I? give a shit about is that you respect human life. That matters to me. What I give a shit about is you respect me, my own, my family, my children, my religious choice, because I respect yours. That matters to me. What matters to me is that you can look at a person, listen to a person, spend enough time listening and watching and hearing everything and make a judgment on that person's character. Based on his character, not the color of his skin And decide for yourself That Donald Trump is a fucking moron And a danger to this country That matters to me Are you capable of doing that? I mean, if you're still supporting that fucking asshole I don't know what to fucking tell you I would not trust you With the security of my life If you can't fucking judge the son of a bitch For who he is What he is, what he's said, what he's done there are good people on both sides. My ass! There were good people on one side. You know, someone said the other day, "Why can't we just buy Greenland and ship all the fucking white supremacists there?" I said, "I don't know. Why can't we uh, let them all join Space Force and uh, make them the first people to land on the sun?" Let's try that. Hey, yeah, you know, get in the ship, guys. Get in the ship. Oh yeah, you can bring. Go ahead, bring your tiki torches. That's fine, you're wearing a polo shirt, that's fine, come on Come on guys, load up, load up, you're going to the sun we'll, Are we going to be okay? Oh yeah Don't worry, it's not really as hot as it feels You'll be fine I mean, you're not worried about You don't believe in global warming You'll be great, don't worry You'll have your own fucking planet And it'll be fucking burning fucking red And, and you can call it You know, white supremacist land We are going to fly you there Put you on a ship And you can be the first fucking people to land on the sun Okay? Sounds good to me Send me a postcard Enjoy your journey I can dream, can I? That's not a bad idea I think, you know, hey, wait a minute I don't think Donald Trump should buy Greenland But if he does Can we just send the fucking uh, white supremacists there? We'll call it Whiteland. Sounds good. I like the idea. Well, we'll, you know, is it Iceland or Greenland? I can't remember which one is he fucking buying. Is it Greenland? Whatever. Just name it Whiteland, and we'll send all the white supremacists there. They can have like little Ku Klux Klan churches, and be great. Be wonderful. They can have have a really good life there. They can rebuild their world. They can only be whites only. They can have whites only everything whites only laundry mats, whites only grocery stores and there'll only be whites there anyways they don't even have to put the signs out they just hey buddy I'm going to the store okay which one are you going to? the whites only? Oh, yeah, that's all we have go there I think Trump should buy it it'd be great instead of it called Greenland or Iceland or wherever the fuck it is just call it Whiteland and they can move there it'd be great we'll even pay them to go there I'll, I'll chip in it'd be great I'm sure Talbert Swan will chip in what do you say Talbert? We got some money. We can help buy Greenland and call it Whiteland and move all the white supremacists there and they can have their own little nation. They can't join the UN, but they, they can they can, uh, they can can go there. <laughs> hey, I, I can fucking dream, can't I? Holy fuck, that's a big deer. Wow. Beautiful deer just ran out in front of me. I'm sorry. He ran, so I didn't have to slow down. It was beautiful. Gorgeous creatures. God, deer, deer are fucking gorgeous. I love white tailed deer. They're freaking gorgeous. Ugh. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm as fed up as you are. I'm, I'm sick of this shit. And I thought Beto was going to be a good president. I, I don't know. You know, what I think he counted on is that only Republicans own guns. Big mistake, Beto. I hate to tell you, but there are a huge amount of Democrats that are gun owners and believe in the Second Amendment. And I don't think you have a fucking chance in hell of winning this election now. And I think that's probably a good thing, because I don't think you should be infringing on the Second Amendment. What I think you should be working on are solutions to how these people get guns in the first place, how they shoot people, why they shoot people, what the fuck is going on in this nation that's causing these people to do these fucking things, what we have done wrong since the 70s to create a society where this kind of shit happens. How about that? Or is that too difficult? I'm voting for the Asian guy that likes math. I think Yang is a really good choice. I really like the guy. I think he's highly intelligent. I think he's got some good solutions. I think he's smart. I think he would do well for this country. I don't want Beto. Beto's a fucking moron. I'm sorry, I've, I think four years with one criminal in the White House is enough. I don't want a guy that's been arrested for with a DUI who barely could take responsibility for it and has been arrested for burglary. I, I don't think we need another fucking president Who's a criminal? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a Democrat, and I don't like Beto. I don't like his name either. I, I don't know. Beat. Oh, Beto. Who came up with this shit? Who named this guy? Beto. I don't know. I, I don't want to shit on a person running for president, especially a Democrat. I don't want to shit on him. But I ain't voting for Beto. <coughs> no disrespect to you people out there that who support him and think he's great and want to take guns away from Americans and all that stuff. You know, if that's what you want to support, go ahead. That's your right. But just remember this. Once you take away the Second Amendment, the rest are up for grabs. And if you like calling Donald Trump an asshole, a dipshit, and like me a fucking moron, you might want to kiss that goodbye because once they take away the Second Amendment, the next will be the first or the fourth or the 14th. It don't matter. But eventually it's going to get to the point where you can't call a president a fucking moron without doing time. I know. Oh, oh my God. He's he's, he's fantasizing. About, uh, you know what? They wouldn't be going after our rights if they weren't up to something. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but George Bush Jr. went after the Fourth Amendment with the Patriot Act and pretty much fucked that all up. For the safety of America, well, it took a crisis. You know, this sounds familiar. He, uh, there was a crisis uh, perpetrated by Saudi um, nationals, uh, so we could go to Iraq and to get back at the Saudis. Uh, I, I won't even go there, but the the question is, is um, why did he have to go after the Fourth Amendment? I don't know. So uh, the next step would be to go after the second because that would make sense. Um, you go after the, uh, the amendment that protects you from illegal search and seizure. And then you go after the things that you're trying to get through search and seizure. And after that's completed, then they're going to go after free speech because that's what's keeping all this other shit glued together besides the second amendment. And if you people think I'm fucking crazy, we'll revisit this in 10 years and see how everything are, is going. Because it's already happened with the fourth. It's looking like it's going to happen with the second. Oh, they're only trying to take away your ARs. Okay. Well, the next atrocities that's, that's committed with a 30-odd six or the grand granddaddy's 12-gauge... Those are the guns they're going to go after next, and then next, and then next, and pretty soon they're just going to outlaw guns, and then they're going to outlaw freedom of speech because they don't want you fucking talking about this. They don't want you to be able to speak up for yourself. They want media to control the airways, not... Individuals. They don't want people to be able to voice their opinions. They don't want people like me to say, Beto's a fucking dipshit. I'm not voting for him. And I think Donald Trump's a fucking moron. Freedom of speech protects me to be able to say that. But you know what protects the freedom of speech? The Second Amendment, because that's the fucking only amendment that protects all the others. And you can sit there and say, oh, you're a fucking... You're a conservative, you're a Trump-humping, gun-loving asshole, whatever. Say all the things you want. I'm an American. I like my fucking rights. I like the Bill of Rights. I like the Second Amendment. I like the First Amendment. I like the Third, Fourth, Fifth, Six, I like being an American. I don't think I should have to surrender my gun because of actions of fucking imbeciles, criminals, and fucking insane fucks who went out and did atrocities I would never commit. But that's what they want. And they want people like you who support this shit to watch videos like the Sandy Hook promise. Which was an atrocity, which I don't, I don't like. And I don't believe in the conspiracies. I know people lost their children. I'm not blind to that. I don't believe in the conspiracies. This was all made up. And if it was, I don't give a shit. It's still an atrocity. And if I find out the government fucking committed the atrocity, well, fuck, that's really fucked up. If we find out 9-11 was something that, that was allowed, well, that's fucked up. People say we don't need the Second Amendment. Someone breaks into your home. Who's the first person you call? The police. Why do you call the police? Because they have guns? I mean, if all they showed up with was broomsticks and handcuffs, you wouldn't call them, would you? I've been in situations where I had to pull my gun out of my safe. When I lived in Greenville, South Carolina, I woke up to a man in my home. Granted, he was making a ham sandwich, and it was my fault. I left the back door open. I was tired. I was exhausted. I brought home groceries. I put the groceries away, put my kids to bed. I was a single dad. Got my kids in the bed. I went went and laid down on my bed, which was the couch, which was right next to the hallway, where I felt safe to protect my children because I was in a bad neighborhood. And I woke up, and some son of a bitch was in my house making a ham sandwich. I didn't own a gun at the time, but you know what I did? I had a pellet pistol. It looked like a fucking gun. And I grabbed that fucker and I went and I ran him out of my house. And I chased him down the sidewalk in my boxers with a pellet pistol. I didn't call the police. You know why I didn't call the police? Because I became the police. The moment I picked up that gun, whether it was a fucking pellet pistol or not, he didn't know that. What he knew is that there was a fucking guy with a gun and his boxer standing there pointed at him, telling him to get the fuck out of the house. And guess what he did? He got the fuck out of my house. And took the ham sandwich with him. Second time this happened, same place, same house, Greenville, South Carolina. Prior residents that lived there, come to find out, were drug dealers. I was living in that house. I was going through a custody battle. I had my children. I was a single dad. I woke up to someone kicking in my door. I had a light on in the kitchen, casted a shadow on the front window of the house. I grabbed my gun, got off the couch, and that shadow of me carrying a gun pointed at that door. He saw it, he quit kicking in the fucking door. And ran his fucking ass off. Tripped over my... I didn't have a front yard. Literally, you could walk out my front door of this house. You could have five feet. And then it was a straight shot down to the road. About a 30-foot drop. I'm not kidding. I'll take you there. It's Don Street in South Carolina. I'm not kidding. Corner of Don Street and something. I forget. It was right fucking there, dude. Front yard. You opened the fucking front door. You had five feet. And whew, you were down to the street, boy. You, my kids never played in the front yard. There was no front yard. What I'm trying to say as the man went to take off and obviously tripped and fell over his own two feet. But he saw the shadow of me cast on that window through the blinds that I had a fucking gun pointed in that direction. He stopped trying to kick in the fucking door and ran his fucking ass off. Here in North Carolina, my wife... My wife was home alone, pregnant. and We have a a guy running around the neighborhood. I won't say his name, but I'll, I'll... Fuck it, I'll say his name. His name's Daniel Beavers. He's fucking insane. He's a nut job. He's a fruitcake. Something fucking wrong with this guy. He wanders around a neighborhood, and one day he showed up at the house with a gun on his hip looking for me because I escorted him off my property because I have children and a pregnant wife. And I found out through the police that this guy's been arrested for raping his own mother, beating people, been in and out of jail for the last fucking ten years. He's has a mental handicap. He's dangerous. And he showed up at my house after telling him to leave. And I think he's, I think he might be, a, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with him. I'm not a doctor. All I know is there's something wrong with him. My wife was home alone. I was on a job site, busting my ass, working. My wife calls me. I saw Daniel Beavers through the window. I said, Did you call the sheriff's department? She goes, yes. Then he started pounding on the door. I said, what are you doing? She goes, I'm sitting here. I said, go get the fucking AR out of that fucking safe. And it at that fucking door. And as soon as that fucking door busts open, you pull that goddamn trigger. And you wait for that police department. I said, don't you shoot through that fucking door. Of course, I think you can in North Carolina, but I didn't want her to. Because she didn't really know who was your side. How do we know it wasn't a neighbor coming over to warn her? And I just told her that. I said, you don't shoot until you see the white of that motherfucker's eyes. And I said, and you tell him you are armed. You yell through that fucking door as loud as you can. I am armed. You come in that door. I'm going to shoot you. The police got there. He was gone. You know why? Because she did exactly what I told her to do. And even he was as mental case as he is, and all the things that might be wrong with him, the idea of a woman on the other side of that door being armed was enough to make him <laughs> just fucking t- turn tail and fucking get the fuck off my property. And he's still wandering around. I've called the sheriff's department. We've talked. And I'm just going to be honest with you with the sheriff's. They put, took down a shit ton of information from me. And they were asking me for my social security number. They were asking me for my birthday. They were asking me, and I finally asked the sheriff's deputy on the phone. I said, why do you need all this information? He said, they cut down on the paperwork when we come to pick up the body. I'm not even kidding. I like my sheriff's department. Look. I don't want to hurt people. I have no intentions of hurting anybody. I'm not a criminal. I'm not someone that's running around trying to do criminal acts. I'm not someone who's going to try to hurt people. I'm not interested in killing children. I'm not interested in killing anybody. I'm interested in defending myself if I have to. I'm interested in defending my home, my wife, my children, our personal property. God forbid I have to do that. You'd have to really do something fucking stupid to make me want to get my fucking gun and point it at you. You'd have to do something really fucking stupid. Put my children in danger or put my home in danger or do something. I don't give a shit about personal property. I really don't think I would shoot someone for trying to break into my van. I don't think I would try to shoot someone for trying to break in my house. But I definitely would put that gun at you and tell you to get the fuck away from me and get the fuck off my property. Get away from my van, get away from my house, get away from my children. But if you try to cause harm, I'm not going to have to think about it anymore. I'm not going to judge it and weigh it out. I'm not going to say... Well, you know, I don't want to have to take this person's life even though he's hurting my children or he's doing something to my wife or he's causing harm upon one of my family members or even one of my neighbors or someone I know or someone I don't know, a complete stranger. If I see someone getting hurt or someone beaten, I might take someone's life to defend someone else's life. But I'm not going to take someone's life because they want to steal my kid's bike or or they're trying to steal aluminum cans or or anything. I'm not that fucking goddamn, you know, I I don't know. I I see that as trivial, to be honest with you, you know. Someone broke in my, in my fucking backyard shed. Of course, I have three of them, but someone tried to break in my shed. If I had caught the guy breaking in the shed, I would have ran him off my property. I weren't gonna. I don't have a reason to shoot somebody. I'm gonna. I'm gonna weigh that circumstance out before I ever think about pulling a trigger. You know, and I hate to say it, the best deterrent is just to have a gun in your hand. Nine times out of ten, that's all it takes to end a conflict. They see you with a gun in your hand, they're done. They're out of here. Their life, they realize, is worth more than whatever the fuck they're trying to do. It's the people that don't see that who are a danger. Look, I love my country. I love everything about this country. I love being an American. I love the rights that we all have. And I think we need to really think... Really, a lot more in depth about what we're giving up... When we talk about giving up the Second Amendment. Now, I know that wasn't what Beto said. Oh, yeah, hell yeah, we're taking away your AR-15s. Yeehaw! Okay. But, like I said when the next atrocity committed by a criminal or someone insane is committed with a thirty odd six or a twenty two or or, or or granddaddy's twelve gauge or whatever the next time a kid takes a gun to school and it's a pistol or it's this or it's something, they're gonna go after that next. And don't tell me they won't because they're they're dead set of going after the AR fifteen. Yes they commit they committed some horrible atrocities. The gun itself though didn't. The person pulling the trigger did. I don't know. I, I, I stand on both sides of the equation. Now, the other, yesterday I read that Colt was suspending the sales of the AR-15. Fuck, I'm all for that. I really am. I'm not, I'm not supporting it. everybody should own an AR-15. What I'm supporting is it's not so much the gun. I'm not, you know, someone said the other day, he said, you know, maybe you should just give up something you like for the lives of others. And I'm going, yeah, you know, if that's what it was about with me. I don't love my gun more than I like other people's lives. That has nothing to do with the equation. And the equation in my mind is, what exactly are we giving up once we allow this to happen? What's the next stage after that? And the next, the next. How many more steps does it take until they're going after the First Amendment? How many steps? And if you're okay with that, then, you know, congratulations. I would like to keep America, America. I don't want to see it become Australia. I don't want to see it become Britain. The biggest failures we have in society is to not recognize the failure of our government, and when we don't recognize the failure of, of our government, we don't try to correct it. If we don't do things to end what we see going on in our government, you know, I'm sorry, I, I, I don't, I don't care what religion you are. I don't care if you believe in God or not. It does not bother me. But once we started taking religion out of school, once we start saying that you can't pray in school the shit started changing and i you know I, I personally don't care if you believe in god or not if you pray to allah pray to allah i don't i don't i don't care what you, buddha i don't i don't care i don't care what your religion is i don't care what i care is that you're teaching your children the difference between right and wrong and giving them consequences when they commit a wrong you know i remember being punished when i was a kid when i did something wrong I didn't want to do it again. Nowadays, parents really don't practice that enough, and you know why? Is because we've taken away capital punishment. We, we we can't even spank our kids anymore. We can't even smack them in the face. Oh, I know it. Ooh, don't 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 hit the don't don't smack your kids. Hey, I've heard stories from people of their parents pulling over on the side of the road, making the kid go get a fucking willow branch, picking it out themselves to bring home to their fucking parents to have their ass whipped with it. And they're good people. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying we should beat our children, don't get me wrong. But there should be some pretty severe consequences when a kid does something seriously wrong. And nowadays, we hand him a fucking granola bar and we say, it's okay, Jimmy, sit down. Go ahead and you can watch uh, whatever you want on the TV, but you can't get up for an hour, okay? That's a punishment today. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm being a little facetious, but I'm being honest. I mean, that's, that's, that's the punishment today. Nowadays, you smack someone on the ass, and, and the cops get called on you. You got child protective services coming over the house to make sure you're a good parent because you're disciplining your parent, your children. So that makes you a, a bad parent because you're disciplining your children. And oh, you know it's horrible. What you know, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, one of the reasons why we're seeing all this stupid shit happening is because we took away the ability for parents to discipline their children. And oh, but there's different ways of doing it. What? Giving them plain yogurt instead of the, the fucking m M&M m flavored one? I mean, is that the punishment that you really think is going to teach them a lesson? Really? I know. People said it before. You sound more like a conservative Republican when you talk like this. No, I really don't because I'm not a conservative Republican. I'm a fucking Democrat. But I really hate labels. I hate labels. You know, and I've said this before and I'll say it again. If you're ever even familiar with my show, you're probably already sick of this line. But all labels do is dig trenches in the field of conversation. A Republican is not going to listen to a Democrat. Democrats not going to listen to a Republican. A conservative is not going to listen to a liberal. Liberals not going to, because we're wearing, we're wearing labels. It's no different than wearing a, a baseball hat. It's no different than rooting for your team. If you're a, a Boston Patriot, you're not going to root for the New York Giants. If you're a New York Giant fan, you're not going to root for the Patriots. If you're a Democrat, you're not going to root for a Republican. And if you're a Republican, you're not going to root for a Democrat. I'm so sick of these fucking labels. Why can't I just be an American with my own fucking opinion? Why can't I just be a good American with my own fucking opinion? Why can't I just be heard as a man instead of a Democrat or a Republican or this or that or this or that? It's aggravating, isn't it? But that's where we are in America. We all wear labels. We all root for our team. We don't give a shit about the other team. You're either with us or you're against us. You're either an enemy or, an or a friend. It's pretty fucked up. Anyways, Trump's still a fucking moron, and I'm still the host of Danger Close USA American Podcast Radio. And if you actually made it through this entire uh, episode, I appreciate you being there. God bless America whether you believe in God or not, I, uh, I love this country. And I hope you do too. We all need to take a deep breath and think about what's going on. And we need to realize that we have a man in the White House who will not take responsibility for anything he does wrong. Because he was raised by people who did not discipline him. He's not a good man. He's a spoiled little rich prick who was born into it, raised through it, and has become the man who he is at 73 years old. And when you listen to the man talk, it's like listening to a fucking teenager. He's never grown up, and there's actually a a psychosis for that or whatever, a psychological definition for what he is. Narcissist, but there's a lot more to it. God bless America. Hua!